What's up, podcast listeners, and welcome to the Open Mic Podcast, the official podcast of the Open Mic app, coming soon to an app store near you. But in the meantime, let's hear from the artists. My guest on this episode is a Detroit-based rising pop and R&B artist. Her amazing talent has given her the opportunity to work alongside industry legends who have worked with Prince, Michael Jackson, and Fleetwood Mac. She recently showcased her musical prowess and soulful influences on her latest single, Ice Cream. Please give it up for Sophie K. Sophie K, thanks so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. So question that I have right off the bat is coming from Detroit, um, who are some of your influences? So obviously Detroit has a very rich history, um, musical history, lots of soul singers, Motown. I mean, huge musical musical legends have erupted from this amazing city. And um, so obviously I have a lot of locals that I can look up to. Um, Some huge, some of my favorites (laughs) and people that I really enjoy studying and listening to and looking up. Um, Obviously people like Aretha Franklin, Dinah Washington, Amy Winehouse. She's a huge influence of mine. Um, I really enjoy her sound and her modern yet soulful style. And then classics also like Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Detroit is a is a city that's known for its soulful sound. Um, is do you feel that your music has a soulful element to it? I definitely do think that um, I channeled some of my inner Detroit soul into both my first record and this record. Um, I really enjoy like the soul sound um, and that kind of jazzy sound, and I think that it's really cool that. I was able to blend like the pop and the jazz soulful sound together. Let's backtrack a little bit. You you released your first album when you were 14 years old, which is such a young age to release an album of, of the quality that it was really. But how, how did you get started um, before that? So <laughs> back in the day as a young four-year-old, um, I kind of caught the musical bug in musical theater. So I started actually in musical theater. Shortly after that, I started playing the violin. And then a couple years after playing the violin, I was like, you know, I really, really want to focus on singing and try singing. Um, So I started working with various vocal instructors and um, joined a local singing group, a local Detroit girls singing group called the Motor City Melodies. Um, We did a lot of different stuff. We started with 60s remix. Then we went and did country stuff. Then we went and did rock and pop. Um, and then after that, I kind of broke off and I was like, you know, I really want to try songwriting. I really enjoy writing. And I think that this would be a cool way for me to kind of, um, channel my feelings and experiment with some stuff. So then I started songwriting and by the time I was 14, I had written my first album, Love Hate and worked with my producer, Bryce Harding. And we created a super cool record. Obviously there's so many people to look up to in Detroit artists that have come out of the city. Do you feel that there's a certain advantage um, 
uh, for being in, in Detroit as far as opportunities to go out there and really grow as an artist? Like you said, one of um, the groups that you joined was the Motor City Melodies. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain advantage that this city has over others as far as just musical opportunities and growth opportunities as an artist? I think being in Detroit right now, it's a very cool time to be in Detroit because um, obviously like the city of Detroit as a whole has kind of had its hardships and its downfalls, but everything is really on the up right now. And it's really cool to be a part of like the rebuilding and the rebirth of the city. Um, That's kind of what my main focus was when creating this new record, War. Um, We really tried to focus on it being a Detroit-made product. So for the most part, everyone who has worked on the record was from Detroit or Detroit-based, which was very cool. And it was something that like allowed me to connect to my Detroit roots. Um, I got to meet some very cool people. I got to work with some old Motown players, um, hear their stories, which is really cool. Um, So I think that there was definitely, there's definitely an advantage in terms of that because they were here. And um, I mean, who doesn't want to be like a part of rebuilding a super cool city? Um, But I definitely think that there's also a lot of pressure that comes with that because there have been so many legends that have come out of this city. Right. Right. Do you, do you feel like there's a certain, um, I, I guess, level that you need to go up to, or there's a certain um, like pressure, I guess, like you said, to, to live up to the expectations of people that love other Detroit artists? Um, I actually think that the coolest thing about what Detroit has become is, um, like everything, everything is very open. So I wouldn't necessarily say that like, there's an expectation for me to become like the next biggest like thing. Um, Just like kind of supporting Detroit along the way. I think that's the goal. Right. What I've noticed about you is, is you have such a mature sound and even at 14, you, you had a very mature sound to you. What, what always blows my mind is like, if you watch shows like American Idol or, or the voice and there's a girl that gets up on stage and she could be like four or five years old. And then this beautiful opera voice will come out of her and it'll sound like a woman who's like 30 or 40 years old. Obviously you're not that young, but how did you acquire such a mature sound and where do you think that comes from? So I think part of my mature sound is just kind of being involved um, with music for a very long time. Um, I also think that a part of that is I've gotten to work. I wouldn't classify myself as a classically trained singer. Um, I have worked with a lot of different vocal professionals and I've been taught a lot of different ways and I think that that's helped kind of develop my mature soulful sound um and just kind of listening to Motown music growing up and Amy Winehouse and different jazz music um I was very influenced by that and so I naturally think that I wanted to just go for that kind of sound to begin with and I kind of just leaned towards that way and really practiced and worked on it. So I also understand that you have a non-for-profit foundation that you actually founded yourself. What is that about? And what is the charity? So I'm in the process. So I work with a couple um, local Detroit-based um, nonprofits right now. But um, it was actually the start of last year. My friend and I got together. and. Um, 
we really wanted to do something that focused on teens helping teens because I think um, some teens forget that there are other people who are struggling and sometimes it's a good reminder that there's other people who are like your age or your friends or your neighbors who need help and it's like important to reach a helping handout. So um, my friend and I are in the process of creating our nonprofit which is called the Four Souls Project and the Four Souls Project is a Teens Helping Teens initiative um, and it basically is a four-pronged kind of project where we target different groups of teenagers in need. So we help teenagers in shelters, teenagers in foster homes, teenagers in hospitals, um, and those kind of things. So we'll do different events like every quarter um, to benefit each one of those groups. And um, we're actually, so we did a couple of events throughout the school year last year, and we're working on vamping up like our fall schedule and getting everything ready for this year. Not only is your music mature for your age, but it looks like your ideals are as well. Yes. yes. How did how did you get the idea to, to start that? So I've always loved helping others. Um, it's something that I love to do. Um, I get great amounts of joy, like seeing other people happy and making other people feel good. Um, I've always kind of done community service projects, whether it's been with other nonprofits that I work for or um, Detroit-based nonprofits or nonprofits that work with my church. Um, I've always kind of done that kind of stuff. And definitely this has been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And I hope that I can grow this into something that could be on a national level. Your latest release was a song, Ice Cream, and it's it's one of the funnest songs <laughs> I think I've listened to in a, in a long time. It just really makes you want to get up and dance. What, what was your inspiration for that? So Ice Cream was actually super cool to write and create. The whole entire process, start to finish, is awesome. Um, my producer and I actually had the opportunity. We were in California for business, and um, we got to write this song in California. So we were in a totally new creative space, um, new ideas, everything. And I remember we were sitting on a couch and my producer, who's a drummer, starts like tapping something out. And I go, wait, that's kind of cool. Like sit there and record that. So he starts recording it. And then I'm like, oh my God, let's keep going. So then um, we kind of just like spitfired a whole session. Like we were throwing ideas back and forth at each other um lyrics we were yelling back and forth at each other I remember one point we got out four separate colored sheets of paper and we're organizing like our ice cream thoughts by color flavors <laughs> and it was just like a crazy way to write the song because normally how I like to write is I write all the lyrics first with the melody and a key kind of in mind and then my producer and I sit down and we write the music together but in this case um we wrote all of the music first and then went back through and went in with the lyrics so it was definitely it was definitely a cool experience and different way to create this song um but the song is kind of like an empowerment song for everyone just a reminder to everyone that it's okay to be yourself and you don't need other people trying to tear you down or telling you that you're not special because you are 
and that you can do amazing things and you don't need someone to make you feel like you can do amazing things if you believe in yourself. Mm. If you haven't heard the song yet, go check it out. It's by Sophie K. It's called Ice Cream. You can find it on Spotify, all, all major music streaming platforms, right? Yes, correct. Cool. So that was obviously a, a music writing process that was um, – not what you what you what you typically go through. Walk me through your your writing process for uh, like a regular song where it's not so out of the ordinary like this one. So my typical writing process is like a, I'll have an idea. Obviously, I get ideas. I get inspiration from everywhere. Just living, and so like there's a folder on my phone in my notes. It's just full of random like scribbles, one word things, random stuff, and so. I'll normally get an idea, I'll write it down in my phone if I'm out, then I'll come home or come back to a quiet space wherever I am and kind of just write. And um, sometimes if, like, I have a really, like, quick idea and, like, everything's just flowing in my head, I'll write it out really fast and then I'll go back through and kind of rework it and make it how I really want it to sound. Um, but other times I'll take the time, kind of, carefully place the lyrics, um, really think through everything. And then once all the lyrics are done, my producer and I sit down and we kind of go through and figure out what kind of accompaniment we want, what instruments, how the music is going to sound and create the music from there. Now, Sophie, I understand you have a pretty exciting project in the works. Yes. Yep. So my new album, War, it will be coming out throughout. So we're doing a slow release. So there will be many singles and many videos before the full record is released later this year. Can you give us a, I know you can't say a lot about it, but as far as a musical direction, um, can you talk a little bit about that? So something really cool about this record is um, I was creating this, during high school. So from freshman year was the start of this project. And then we completed it um, the beginning of senior year. So obviously from freshman year of high school to senior year of high school, a lot has changed. Um, I've gone through a lot of different things, um, experienced a lot, felt a lot. And so this album really reflects the growth and change that I've seen myself to make me the person I am today. Um, And the coolest thing about this record is the thing that I discovered from creating this record. So (laughs) war spelled backwards is raw. And I think the hardest thing for people in this day and age with society pressures and social media pressures um, is it's kind of like a war to be raw and to be yourself and stay true to yourself. And this album kind of reflects my personal war and battle was staying true to myself and making sure that I'm being who I want to be and being who I am. And yeah. That sounds very interesting. And it sounds like it's going to be very current as well. It sounds like what a lot of people experience on social media now. And it just sounds like a very 2019, 2020 album. Yes. And the coolest thing about this album is um, much like a war, like a journey is no two songs on this record sound the same. So <laughs> there's one song that you might listen to at the beginning of the record and then one song that you might listen to at the end of the record and you might think, I don't even know how these are, 
on the same record. And I think that that's one of the coolest things about the album. So you heard it here, folks. Go check out that album when it when it drops. Do we have? I know you can't give us a date, but a a general time when it might be released. End of twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty. Okay. But there will be lots of things happening before that. Every month, stay tuned on all my social media platforms at Sophie K Official. Um, we have a ton of new content coming out, new videos, singles are being released, lots of things are happening, show updates, all cool things like that. A lot of exciting things in the works. Sophie K, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you are an artist and would like to have a chance to be on the Open Mic App podcast, all you simply have to do is go to www.theopenmicapp.com slash podcast. Again, if you weren't listening, that's www.theopenmicapp.com slash podcast. I hope to see you there. Peace.